Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, let's bring in uh, Michael Marini, Coordinator, Marketing, Economic Development in Hamilton. Uh, and we used to do this uh, We used to do this quite a bit, and we've, uh, I don't know, got busy and whatever. So we're going to start doing this again on a regular basis and just keeping abreast of what's going on in the hammer and such and, and, and what the future holds. Welcome. Great to have you here. So uh, I guess we have to talk about the elephant in the room. (laughs) And, you know, it it was such a great season for the Ticats. I mean, literally uh, a a great record, great season. And and everybody just sort of had this feeling that this was the year. And we obviously know what happened uh, yesterday. Anyway, your thoughts on what it does, what it means to a city to have a winning team, to have a team that goes to a Grey Cup or any sort of finals. Yeah. What sort of what sort of uh, impact does this team have on the city? Well, first, uh, you know, <clears throat> my first notion is to congratulate the Ticats yeah. on a great season and begrudgingly I'll say congratulations, yeah. Winnipeg, you're, yeah. you won, but I'm still yeah. die That's, hard. It's a sting. That's yeah, a stinger, it's, man. It's a sting. It's a it's sting. A sting. <laughs> but congratulations to them. Uh, when you talk about the the larger picture, though, what it means for a city, uh, you know, for us, we're telling that economic story. We're trying to show the rest of the country, show investors that the economy has has changed. It's blossomed. It's 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 uh, advancing quite nicely. And when you have sport, major sport collide with that message mm-hmm. with success in major sport it makes it much easier for people to pay attention and i think yeah. you know the two things that we find are food and sports that yeah. are kind of universal yeah. to people right yeah. so our food <laughs> scene's doing great it's getting a lot of great attention yeah i think uh, you know congratulations to the forge and the bulldogs last season for yeah. their success but yeah. i think the whole city and the rest of the country really understand when it's cfl football and a national scale and, and the ticats actually win that really changed a lot of minds about the city. And, you know, considering the, the, you know, and I was thinking this the other day when I was writing a a commentary on this, that, you know, what has changed in the city since Hamilton last won a Grey Cup? I mean, there's been a lot of changes in the city. It was before Supercrawl, before discussion of the LRT, new stadium, all of that stuff uh, was still just a a vision. So when you think of how far we've come in a short period of time, man, it would would have been nice to have that little bow on the top. Oh, yeah, every time. But, you know, interestingly, uh, you know, the pregame show on on TSN, they were talking about, you know, uh, different aspects of Hamilton and they themselves, you know, they do that that little montage to get that dramatic montage. And uh, they even acknowledged in the script, I I, I listened intently and and they said, you know, Steel is a a big part of the story, but it's not the only part anymore. And and they kind of alluded to the fact that, yeah, it's still Steel Town, but there's so much more to the city. and, And I think that's important. Uh, steel is extremely important, but a lot of people around the country now are noticing that it's 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 more than just the the steel city, right? And and uh, that's the kind of the economic message you want to get out. Over and above the sport and being a fan of the game, of course, when you're watching these things, you must be watching f- with your economic development hat yeah. on and thinking, how are they presenting our city? How are they saying yeah. it? What are they mentioning about it? What's the tone? What's the attitude? Yeah. What was your impression of what you saw this weekend? Uh, I think for uh, for Hamilton, the way they're positioned it's um, it's a renewal story mm-hmm. and certainly the team uh, has never had a, a season like that yeah. and and uh, it was a great achievement in itself mm-hmm. um, but the you know the bigger picture is you can make a greater economic story when your team wins and yeah, I saw a yeah. tweet today from our colleagues in Winnipeg economic development who talked about the you know the city of champions now and then they 
attached to that tweet, they put the video for their economic development office about yeah. investing in right. Winnipeg, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know truth, be told, truth be told, we yeah. were ready to go. You know? so, <laughs> <laughs> the video ready. was made. Oh, we were ready. But, you know, next <laughs> year. And, you know, when you get that year, kind of pre-planning and, yeah. you know, I get it, I get annoyed. Or I was talking to Radley about this, uh, about other stuff. When you try to write stories ahead of time and you can't or have to write two versions of them and yeah. then things turn out differently That's than right. what we actually yeah. thought they would. Talk about that precinct because we always talk and we know the whole stadium debate. I don't want to go back there. Um, but it's great going down there now and seeing how everything has developed around the new stadium and, and around the area. And, and it's, it's, a cru- it's a cool area. It's a great vibe, isn't it? Yeah, they've, they've done a phenomenal job in terms of uh, what they've constructed there. And I know the whole history there about yeah. the stadium debate. And the, but when you go down to the, to the stadium now to watch a game, it's, it's such a different environment than yeah. it was the old Ivor win. Yeah. You know, Tim Hortons Field is more about the fan experience yeah and certainly the game is equally as important but yeah they've really done uh, what they could to to make it an exciting family fun uh event um it's great viewpoints from any point in the in the stadium mm-hmm. and yeah it doesn't have a fancy uh roof like maybe saskatchewan does and and that but you know it's it's a well put together yeah, uh, a stadium yeah. from a, of a fan viewpoint. Yeah, and it, it, the experience is second to none. It is absolutely a great experience to go in and watch them. All right, uh, let's talk about some of the other things you got. Uh, obviously, there's... Uh, so I was wondering, you didn't make it to the delegation to go to the Great Cup and plan it for next no, year or for two years from now, for no. 2021? No. How much of that is going on now So for the next great or for the team, second Great yeah, Cup? Yeah, our now, tourism team. Next year, Regina, the, the year after that, yeah, Hamilton. 2021 in Hamilton. So the tourism team and uh, the Ticats are working in, in close tandem. Our facilities uh, staff is working with them as well. Uh, it's not just the game. Uh, it's all Well, we were talking events. to the yeah. person that was head of the festival committee, and this is a template that I guess this started way back in the 40s or what have you, uh, you know, with taking the, you know, the train out to the various uh, cities and so on and so forth. And this literally moves from town to town to town, wherever the Grey Cup is. Yeah, it's, it's a huge production. I yeah. remember when we were preparing for Pan Am mm-hmm. back in uh, 2014. Uh, you know, that was uh, a series of soccer games yep. uh, in Hamilton, but there's so much more to it. So what we're looking at right now, and uh, we've kind of had those conversations, early conversations with the Ticats, is how do we leverage national investment opportunities associated with the with the Grey Cup? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And a lot of cities who have hosted it are thinking that way, but you yeah. know, certainly we can learn best practices and, and say, look, if, if the whole rest of the country is coming this way, let's tell them about Hamilton's economy. Yeah, great idea. All right, um, uh, mayor and contingent in India on their way back from what I understand. Talk a little bit about this and and we did have the mayor on talking about what was going on and such. Uh, It's a pretty jam-packed visit. It's not a long time that they're there. Talk a little bit about that and and what that brings to the discussion. So they've just returned. Uh, It was two staff from Economic Development and the mayor and uh, his staff uh, as well as partners from MIP, McMaster Innovation Park, Mm -hmm. uh, McMaster Massey University, Mohawk College, and a series of a, um, a private sector firms from Hamilton. So Hamilton businesses looking for export and trade opportunities. And uh, they just returned uh, a couple of days ago, a successful program in itself. And you have to remember economic development, especially when it's foreign direct investment, it's a long-term play. Yeah. So yeah. people may These ask, decisions don't happen overnight. They don't. No. So people ask us all the time, you know, you just came back from India, where are the investments? And, right. and that <laughs> What'd you bring? Happen. It yeah. doesn't happen I got like a briefcase that. full of deals. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes time. It takes a long time. And, you know, what, what I try to explain to people is when you go and buy a car, 
um, it usually takes you a month, two months, maybe yeah, three months to, yep. to pick one out and you have to think yep. about financing or, you know, do how do you pay for that? Do your research. Mm-hmm. Think about it when you are moving an entire business or expanding into a totally different country yeah. and the millions yeah. and millions of dollars involved. Yeah. So that's not going to be made no. as a snap decision. So those conversations were good. We had some excellent leads. There were some good opportunities for Hamilton companies there and they, they made some great contacts with um, Indian firms mm-hmm. uh, over there. And as well, in tandem with that, we had uh, an individual from our office who was in Japan at the same time for a mm-hmm. trade mission and with other uh, municipalities from across Canada looking at the Japanese market, trying to get foreign direct investment. And this Hamilton. is all levels of government get involved in this, do they not, when something of this size goes on? So the one in, yes, the one in, in India uh, was uh, the provincial government as well as the, the representatives of the federal government were there mm-hmm. with us. And in Japan, it was mostly the federal government. So, right. uh, um Global Affairs Canada, and which was the trade commissioners and uh, representatives from Invest in Canada. And a good example of something like this, I understand the DHL expansion that's up at the airport, that was a similar sort of scenario like yeah, this, so started out the same way. Absolutely. So uh, on Thursday the, at 10 o'clock a.m., so the guys in the newsroom can hear this, uh, they're breaking ground on the $100 million uh, investment, the DHL yeah. investment. And those conversations happened, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. And in fact, the mayor was in Leipzig, Germany yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, and he met with senior staff from uh, DHL. So. You, you need to, if you want foreign investment in your city, you mm-hmm. need to actually go out and, and build those relationships globally. All right, let's talk about some of the other things going on in the city. This is interesting, Immigrant Business Expo uh, on, that happened Saturday. Talk about this. Yeah, so what we try to do, we have um, an arm of our office is called Global Hamilton, and they're really focused on immigrant entrepreneurship. Mm. So they had a, a major expo at Mohawk College on the weekend. What a great idea. I mean, you just don't think of this stuff without really getting into the issues and examining where the needs are. Yeah, absolutely. So they're making great contacts within the community of, of newcomers. Yeah. And a lot of those newcomers either have business experience in, the, in their former home mm. or are aspiring entrepreneurs. This expo was a series of uh, workshops and, and it was a trade show and uh, trying to share best practices and kind of the steps you need to take to start a business in Hamilton in particular. And the CEO of uh, Paramount Fine Foods mm, came yep. out and was the was the keynote address. And uh, from what I understand from everyone in attendance, it was a well-received address and, Another and great very idea. entertaining and it's yep. a great uh, inspirational story. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, Corbett, new galvanizing line. What's this about? A uh, company out of Quebec, and uh, it's a steel galvanization process, mm-hmm. and they're opening up a, a brand new 100,000 square foot uh, plant in the Red Hill Business Park. So it's a great example of, you know, we talk about investment coming from the GTA. This one was even out of province and mm. uh, moving to Hamilton, and they looked at the manufacturing excellence and the and the skilled labor that exists here and the quick access points, yeah. transportation access point, and they said Hamilton's the perfect location for them. Uh, Red Hill, talk about how that's growing in that area and what that means to the city. That that one's uh, one of our major business parks. Uh, we it's have, just exploding up there now, even the transportation It's huge because we have, yeah. we have available land yeah. and it's right beside the Red Hill Valley yeah. and the link, and then you can go to the 403 or the QEW. So yeah. for businesses, especially in that 
park. They're looking at accessible transportation routes. That's up near Canada Bread and all that Canada area. Bread, yep. Maple Leaf Foods, yep. Navistar, yeah. you know, they're all up there. And now uh, Corbeck will be up there as well. So we do have available land. Uh, and if people are interested in uh, moving their business there and, and building, then uh, certainly we're, we're interested in speaking with Lots them. of space up there. It's going fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true fast. too. It doesn't take long, does it? <laughs> Call uh, now. <laughs> uh, ga- <laughs> uh, lots still available. Good ones. Yeah. Uh, Gowling new head office at uh, MIP. Talk about yeah, that. So we're pretty excited about this one. So Gowling Law Firm is a global law firm um, located all over the world. They have office an office in Hamilton. Uh, what they're doing is they're moving over to McMaster Innovation Park right now. They're at the corner of James and Main mm-hmm. in the old uh, Bank Montreal building. Yeah. And uh, they're going to build a a new state-of-the-art head office in uh, McMaster Innovation Park. And what their whole strategy is, is to revolutionize the legal profession. Hmm. And they want to get more involved in commercialization of innovation and and ideas and research that's coming out of McMaster University and Mohawk College. Hmm. And so they're embedding themselves at MIP to be a, for lack of a better term, a, a major connector. So if you are a tech company and you're at McMaster Innovation Park and you're just starting up um, or you're coming from another country and you say, I want access to the research in this area that Mac's doing, but I need legal assistance in setting up my corporation, they can help you with that. Mm. But I need accounting services. They have great partnerships with uh, accounting firms that can help you there. But I need um, customers on the U.S. Eastern Seaboard in New York and Boston. They have their law firms in those areas can open up their uh, contact lists to this company in Hamilton. So basically, you come to Hamilton, and what Gowling is trying to do is you work with them. You're working with the city. You're working with uh, other uh, institutional partners. You're working with Master Innovation Park. So it's a very, uh, a very progressive symbiotic idea to advance commercialization. And what does that say about the park, uh, considering there's legal offices that are going to be specifically designed just for those types of industries? That shows you how that is growing. It is growing, and I think they're thinking strategically. Yeah. It's not just a law, a lawyer sitting there yeah. and saying, come to me and I'll help you set up your yeah. corporation. It's right. so much more. What what Gowling is doing is there's there's layers to, uh, to their efforts. Mm-hmm. And, and really what they're trying to do is, is be more than a law firm. They're trying to be you know, a, a connector and, and trying to help the city in the foreign direct in investment efforts. All right. Uh, the ICF, Intelligent Communities Forum, uh, Hamilton in the top 21 smart cities. Talk about that. Yep. So just uh, late this year, we were named in the top 21 for the Intelligent Community Forums. Uh, and what does that mean? So it's an organization out of New York City, mm-hmm. and they look at the quote-unquote intelligent cities or smart cities of the world. Right. Like, how do you use technology to enable your population, mm-hmm. and how do you use technology to be viewed as a smart city? So uh, you have to apply for it every year, and Hamilton has made the Smart 21. Mm-hmm. In February of 2020 in uh, Taiwan, they're going to announce the top seven. Mm. And then from there, I believe it's in June that they'll, in June 2020, they'll announce the smartest city in the world. So Hamilton has reached the top seven before. Really? And we're hoping again in Taiwan, we're, we're uh, mentioned. And uh, if we go from there, then there's a, uh, a process where a, an actual judge from the ICF in New York comes down to Hamilton and tours the entire city. Advantages to being recognized as that? You, I think with, with the whole focus now, global focus on uh, technology, 
in advanced economies. Mm-hmm. You want to be part of that. You want to yeah. be recognized as that because then it shows you have an, uh, an additional layer of knowledge. Um, you have a specialization. You have a comfort with innovation and innovative ideas, and especially in how you run an entire city. So it, it is a feather in the cap for the city. How is this different? We've been talking a long time, and you've been coming in here for a long time, talking about what's happening with Hamilton in the future and such. What's different now to when you first started this? I think uh, the groundwork was laid uh, before I, just before I started this position, but I think the partnerships have made this whole journey much richer. Yeah. So in Hamilton, you can have the CEO of Hamilton Health Sciences sit down in the same meeting with the president of, of McMaster University and mm. the president of Mohawk, along with the city manager from the yeah. city of Hamilton. And if someone wants to bring, you know, you know, half a million square feet and they need this type of workforce, but they need these partnerships, you can pull the right people in the room at the same time. Why is it so hard to get people like that to work together? Because many have said, especially in the medical and health and sciences industry in this city, that that's one great advantage is that they have figured out to drop those silos and figure out how to work together. I had one official say, that's why we don't need the really big expensive lotteries that we see down the QEW all the time. There's more working together. Uh, which is a pretty powerful statement. Uh, it, it seems obvious. Why is it so difficult? I think it's difficult when you get into a bigger city, uh, just yeah. because of scheduling, yeah. because of priorities, yeah. um, because of just the scale. When you when the scale of the city, you you don't have the same type of, of uh, cohesion and yeah. and passion towards a common effort. Yeah, and yeah. I think in Hamilton, people understand that we need to work together. Yeah, because you know there's no one else going to help us, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. basically. Small town, big city. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. They, they all agree that uh, what's for the betterment of the city, and, and that's been to uh, the benefit of what we're doing in economic development because everyone understands, yeah, we're part of that strategic outlook on how we run this economy. We're a big part of it, and they want to they wanna help. All right. Anything else you want to throw in before we're out of here? Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to encourage everyone just to go to our new website, investinhamilton.ca. Same URL, but brand new website. We've been working on it for the past uh, mm-hmm. several months, and uh, a lot more uh, ease of use and a lot more rich data. So for those investors in your listening audience looking at Hamilton, visit us. And, and certainly there's multitude of ways of contacting us as well. It's getting a bit easier every day, isn't it? Just a little bit. And this show helps. <laughs> so thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome anytime. Uh, Michael Marini has been with us, Coordinator Marketing Economic Development for the City of Hamilton and what is on the future and what is happening in this exciting city on a day-to-day basis. Michael, as always, thanks so much for the time. Much thank appreciated. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.